Recently, my son Seth and I were having a conversation about his work as an athletic trainer in a local high school. Athletic trainers are the professionals with first aid packs who run onto a field for, or a court to assist an injured athlete. An athletic trainer works on acute injuries, injury prevention, and basic rehabilitation. Their work is to get the athlete, whether a weekender or professional athlete, to regain strength and motion, to re-engage their sport without risk of re-injury. So why do I tell you this? Because as Seth explained to me, the process of physical rehabilitation from an acute injury, I had an aha moment. It occurred to me that across our globe, we are entering a recovery period from our own traumatic acute injury. The COVID pandemic hit us suddenly and severely. Just like those football or basketball players who crumple in a heap on the floor after crashing hard into another player, our world was brought down by an unknown virus. And in fact, we are still facing the effects of our traumatic injury. And we are at a juncture facing how to move into a post-traumatic life. Because we have no medical manual on how to return to full life after a global pandemic, we are writing it together as we live it. Metaphors and analogies are really all we have. We are drawing from our own lived experiences to make sense of it all. And what I propose is another analogy. I propose we look at the period of healing ahead of us, this movement into a post-pandemic life as collective rehabilitation. That is the rehabilitation of our injured bodies, our broken hearts, and our bewildered minds. The healing work ahead of us will be as arduous as the work of physical rehabilitation. I know many of you have experienced rehabilitation after an accident or an illness. You know how the healing process itself hurts. As eager, as earnest as we are to get back to our so-called normal lives, we know, we really do know, there's no going back before, to life before COVID. 13 months ago, in March 2020, I preached on today's Psalm, Psalm 23. Then I focused on the shadow of the valley and the light that creates every shadow. We had no idea what the light would reveal to us in the valley of the shadow of death. And now I return to Psalm 23, this time focusing on the two lines, he leads me beside still waters, he restores my soul. The Hebrew word translated as soul is the word nefesh. Nefesh would be actually better translated as life breath or life being. There really was no ancient biblical concept of soul as we use it in English today. Biblical tradition understands that the soul is not separate from the body. God breathed life into the first human in Genesis 2, and it became a living being, a soul. So here God restores the life or nephesh of the psalmist, 
who has walked through the valley of the shadow of death. The themes of weariness, fatigue, and the need for renewal are themes in this psalm. And these are themes that have encircled my own life, my nephesh this past year, as I suspect they have yours. Of course, we are exhausted. This COVID year has brought us more than a few acute injuries, racial unrest, political brutality, economic upheaval, political mayhem, and far too many acts of violence. We preachers have attempted to offer meaningful, pastoral, even prophetic words as we've all suffered. Psychologists have offered assessments about the mental and emotional toll these pandemics are having on us. Medical doctors have predicted the taxation upon our physical wealth, our health and well-being into a post-pandemic reality. In the New York Times last week, psychologist Adam Grant wrote, wrote in his article titled, There's a Name for the Blah You're Feeling. It's called Languishing. He said, languishing is a sense of stagnation and emptiness. It feels as if you're muddling through your days, looking at your life through a foggy windshield. And it might be the dominant emotion of 2021. As scientists and physicians work to treat and cure the physical symptoms of long haul COVID, many people are struggling with the emotional long haul of the pandemic. It hit some of us unprepared as the intense fear and grief of la as last year faded. But the pandemic has dragged on and the acute state of anguish has given way to a chronic condition of languish, end quote. Like the after effects of an acute injury, we are not functioning at full capacity. And as any good athletic trainer knows, even if we feel just fine, ready to jump back out onto the field, we probably aren't ready. Just because we feel no palpable pain, it doesn't mean we've recovered. And as my son explained it, it struck me that there are lessons to be learned from the post-injury rehab process that we can take to our post-COVID rehab process. Above all, as in physical rehab, is the need for patience. It's important, Seth says, to start slowly and work up gradually. Accept that strength will come back steadily. While discomfort is necessary to rehabilitation and progress, remember that pain is your body telling you that you're not ready for full functioning. Over time, work on increasing your range of motion. Stretch yourself, but don't overdo it. Monitor your progress and adjust your activities as needed. It will take time for you to regain your sense of orientation. Over time, add more activity, more movement. And as you do, pay attention to the connection between your mind and your body and the world around you. Last week, I uh, was on an airplane and the woman in the seat behind me was telling her seatmate that she was taking a few days away. And she said, when I asked my boss though, if I could take time off, 
He said, why? You've been off for a year now. And the woman's voice got louder. Can you believe it? My boss thinks we've been on vacation. I assure you, none of us has been on vacation this year. Even though you uh, might have been home full time and still are taking care of kids or working from your bedroom or shut up in your apartment and you are sick of screens of all types, your mind and body and heart have not taken time off. You've been experiencing and expending tremendous amounts of energy. Going forward, we will be learning new ways of living in a post-pandemic reality. Will our instincts be to keep physical margin between us? Will our impulse be to have a mask within reach? Will we be relearning how to be in social settings without feeling awkward? Even extroverts will need to relearn how to have casual conversation around the Keurig machine. As we move on from the acute injury of the pandemic. We must accept the, that there might be chronic pain. We cannot deny or avoid it. We will learn to work with it. The goal in our post-pandemic rehab program will be to re-strengthen our lives and our communities. My son tells me that once an athlete has been cleared to return to the sport and feels confident that they are ready, maintenance, care, patience, attention to healing will require discipline. The body is rarely 100% the same after an injury. And yet, he says, those who take the rehab process seriously often come back stronger healthier and wiser than they were. Likewise, we will never be 100% the same after all we've endured. But if we embark on the next phase in our journey of pandemic rehabilitation, committing to rely upon God's grace while demonstrating grace to one another, we can trust we will emerge from the valley of the shadow of death stronger, wiser, and with our lives restored. We give thanks to God for God's grace. Amen.